Welcome back to the Highly Disputed Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host, Garrett. Today we have a listener question for you guys. We are going to discuss the NBA Hall of Fame class. And then I have my random question for Garrett. Yeah, going to be a nice, short podcast, hopefully. I really don't want to do like an hour and a half, honestly. I love doing an hour and a half every once in a while, but like this week... Not a lot going on. Like the NBA playoffs are actually started. Like they had the play-ins for the Eastern Conference last night. Uh, Western Conference is tonight. But we talked about that last week. I don't want to hit on that. Probably next week we'll do like full NBA predictions. Um, as always, we want to say thank you to all the listeners. Remember to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate the podcast five stars and leave your comments. Follow us on Twitter at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. Send us your questions to highlyundisputed247 at gmail.com and leave us a voicemail at 315-752-6042. So what do you want to jump into first here? You want to do the listener question first? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So do you have it in front of you or do you just know what it was? I remember what it was. It was, which is harder to win a championship in? And this comes from our buddy Jordan. Uh, Is it harder to win in the NBA or the NFL? All right, so I feel like this is a question that like gets brought up often, and I think people just assume there's a right answer to it. So I want to know what your answer is first. Not that I'm going to just pick the opposite, but I wrote out an argument for both sides. If you shock the world and pick the one that I don't think you're going to select. So go ahead and you tell me what you're going with. I'm going to have to go with Calais Campbell on this and say it's the NFL. Okay, so I totally disagree so this isn't even you just like no yeah no like i don't think it's the nfl i understand that the nfl is like the more difficult sport i guess like it's it's harder to play football at a high level than it is to play basketball at a high level but i think like what it actually takes to win an nba title is actually harder than what it takes to win the super bowl i don't know i think in basketball you are able to have a bad day and in football, for the most part, you aren't. So in like a seven-game series, the better team can have a bad day or even two, and they're still most likely going to come out on top unless you're in like the finals and then there's no better team. But when you have one game that decides your championship, or not even one game, but the four-game playoff series, I think a bad game is I'm going to give you a 75% chance that you lose that game. So like here's where I think that that kind of can be turned on itself, the one-game thing. Because, yeah, in a one-game, anybody can win. But in a seven-game series, like, I think 90% of the time, the best team wins. So, like, if you think about it, what does it take – what kind of roster does it take to win the NBA Finals? Okay, well, you pretty much have to have, like, at least a top-10 player on your team. Yeah. Like, no team in the last 10 years other than – even the Spurs, like even the Spurs in 2014 and even the Mavericks in 2011 had a top 10 level player. If you don't have a top 10 level player, you have to have at least like two top 20 guys. Okay. So you need at least one top 10 guy and then a top 25 guy. Okay. Minimum. You're not going to be able to win the title without at least two guys that are like top 25 players. Am I like, do you disagree with me on that? Or I'm trying to think of the last 10 years. Well, I mean, it's been a lot of Warriors and LeBron, yeah. you know. Okay, unless your name is LeBron James, then sure. Why? Kyrie Irving has been a top 25 player. Anthony Davis is a top five player. I'm talking about Cavs, LeBron. 
Cavs, Le- yeah, Cavs, LeBron, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie yeah. Irving was a top ten. Player. So yeah, I, 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 statistics show that. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Right. So like, and then you have the Warriors teams and the Spurs. Like Tim Duncan was probably top fifteen, and then Kawhi Leonard was coming into his own. Tony Parker was a top twenty player at that time. Manu Ginobili, like great teams. Dirk was like, I would say he was in the MVP discussion that year. Like there was chances of it, and then you had like a great surrounding cast of role guys. So those guys, that's probably one of the exceptions. And then the true exception would be that 04 Pistons team, which we're going to talk about later uh, when we do the Hall of Fame stuff. But like, just the idea that if one of those guys goes down, you're screwed. If LeBron goes down in the playoffs, you're done. Like you, you have no chance. The Lakers have no chance without LeBron James. Like he's, if he goes down, they're done. If the Bucks lose Giannis, they're done. If Embiid goes down for Philly, they're done. I mean, but that also correlates to the NFL. Does it? Yeah, if Tom Brady goes down, the the Bucks don't win that Super Bowl. How about the Eagles? Carson Wentz was an MVP. They turned around and won it with Nick Foles. I mean, yeah, there's an exception, but I mean, that also, like, that, that Eagles team is also very good. I But who's right. throwing the ball if Tom Brady gets hurt? I understand that, but like, we've that also seen, goes back to, to we've seen exceptions. How, well, Drew Bledsoe was the starting quarterback, and then Tom Brady came in in 2001 and won it. Like but he was a backup sixth rounder. In the rounder. past ten years, if Tom Brady got hurt, no, he was I, throwing the I ball understand that. winning a Super Bowl. Like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like teams have won it with their backup quarterback. It's I understand. Been, it's been done. You can't win the finals without at least your best player. Yeah, but you're 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 going strictly off of injury. Like, you're not you're yeah. not going off of the aspect of playing bad. No, because you can have a really bad series and like where you just can't throw it in the ocean and you know. Well, that one player? Are you talking about your best player could have a really bad series? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like you're like but we've I, seen quarterbacks have a bad game yes. and still be able to win the Super Bowl. What I want to bring up to you though is so LeBron James has a bad bad night scoring the ball. He can also pick up for that lack of scoring and go and play his heart out on defense. That's fair. You can't see Tom Brady who throws a bad say he throws three interceptions in that, that Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs end up winning because of that. Tom Brady can't go on defense even though the Bucks defense was stacked enough, Tom Brady can't go on defense and say, Hey, I'm gonna make up for myself throwing those interceptions and play some hard ass defense. Right, but like, okay, so if Brady's having a bad night, so like that's it goes both ways because Brady could throw three picks and the defense could still turn around and score two touchdowns and win the game for you. Yeah, you but know? that's the defense stepping up. Right, you're, that's what I'm saying. You're, like, you're no, no, I'm, I'm not talking about just one player now. I'm talking okay. about like both aspects as of the whole. game. Yeah, I'm talking about the team as a whole. Like, If LeBron goes out and scores 50 and the rest of his team gives him five points, they're not going to win the game. LeBron could go out and score 15 and then the rest of his team could still go out and score Three other players should go and score twenty. Right. Like, I, I think I think this is very hard. Like my answer isn't one hundred percent NFL. My easy answer and where like my first my mind went to first is the NFL because I think of like a, a Tom Brady situation. If Tom Brady is out or is playing terribly, they could still win with a backup quarterback. That's a bad example because okay, their like, defense was was out of this world this year. I don't think Tom Brady on the Patriots, if he plays bad, they win all those Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, Tom Brady's a bad example because he's been so dominant, just like LeBron is kind of a bad example. Like, the Raptors. like the Ra- Okay, uh, actually, the Raptors in the Warriors series two years ago. KD goes down for the Warriors. They lose to the Raptors in the finals. Like, they lost one player. They were still stacked. 
they stood no chance against that Raptors team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And 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 then there there's more to it than just like in the finals. But like NBA is an 82 game regular season, so you have an 82 game grind. Yep. All right, where you're playing, you know, in March. You're in if you're healthy, January, you're realistically and, missing 10 games. Yeah, I mean, games. in general, most players miss about six to 10 games a season, and then you have minimum at minimum you've got to or, well no at minimum you have to play 20 playoff games so like you have to play at minimum 102 games in a season that's how long okay so they start in october and they play to the end of june to win the finals then you have all of july all of august and then all of september and then a quarter of october you're like you have three and a half months rest basically and you play for eight and a half months. I mean, that's that's a massive grind of a season. And I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, if in the NFL, like if you lose three games, you could be done. But like, if you have a bad six weeks, like you can drop out of the playoffs and never get it back. I think the any given Sunday statement plays a, a large role in this argument as well. Because, I mean, what's that statement entail? Again, like... Any given Sunday, that means that all thirty base. Okay, I wouldn't say all thirty-two teams, but let's say like how how many teams a year do you think actually have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Like from start to finish, right? Or? Like like so the season starts and okay, like Tampa's got. A I would shot. say twelve. You think twelve teams have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay, in the NBA, I mean they they, they are like oh if somebody threw them out and they made a good enough argument, sure. But I would say the top twelve. Oh, so teams. you'd say like yes. twelve teams relatively. Yes. All right, so that's like almost half the league. That's like forty percent of the league could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, around. NBA, it's like six teams, legit on a good year. I mean, I mean, let's you, go back to this year. Uh, the Celtics, no, get, they didn't have a chance. Start of the season, no. Even after, I, the, I never would have picked them coming into the season. They played all the way into October like that. They were gassed. They Kemba was going to miss thirty games. Like, no way. I never had them as a title contender. But it's also different for basketball because, so the Heat made it to the finals last year. The Heat, in my opinion, if you were to ask me at the beginning of the season, do you think the Heat will make the finals again or even win the finals? My answer would have been no. No, but okay, like you would have had Brooklyn, the Lakers. Yes. Name your next team. Like I'm, I'm serious. Are like, we going pre or post Clay Thompson getting injured again? I wouldn't have had the Warriors as a title contender. No, no, no. I wouldn't have had like they were going to be really good, but I wouldn't have. No way am I picking them to win a title. Like you can make an argument for the Clippers. And maybe Philly, even Milwaukee, people aren't going to make an argument for, you know, like they've had too many playoff failures. People don't believe in them. So like, even if you make that argument, okay, there's only five teams. I think realistically, I, I would go five, six is the safe answer. Right. So there's you have, an argument. To you're, make. you're saying that there's minimum 12 teams in the NFL. You think that, could, I mean, like, let's just lay it out. Like Tampa, Kansas city. I think the Ravens have a legitimate chance. The bills, the bills have a shot. The Browns should be good. Yeah. The Packers. Yeah. The 49ers. You yeah. can't there's say an argument, no on the there's 49ers. An argument they were just yeah, in the Super I'm Bowl. just saying. Seattle. The Rams. I think that's it. There's nobody in the AFC South that I think is Super Bowl ready. AFC North. I mean, we already said the Bills. I don't think the, nobody's saying the Patriots or the Dolphins. Or AFC East. I think if it. New England comes out and, like, Mac Jones. Yeah, but right like now, I'm not All saying, right, fine. like, NFC or North, we already said it. The Packers are the, the only one. The Saints, if Drew Brees hadn't retired, like the Saints would have a shot. Well, yeah, but you know, I mean, like retired. okay, so you're what did what did you have them having? Like nine, eight or nine, yeah, yeah. Like you had eight or nine teams. Like that's pretty. And right now, like there's a lot of teams that are going through a quarterback transition, so that could change. That's twenty five percent of the league. 
It's only twenty five percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still more than you know the NBA. Like, there's there's more teams, and like you're it's gonna 20% have percent of the NBA. You're you're gonna have like a couple teams. Like, if New England comes out and Mac Jones looks incredible, like oh, and the Chargers. You forgot the Chargers. I they, wouldn't put them as Super Bowl I, contenders. No, there's no way you can't have them as Super Bowl. They didn't contenders. make the playoffs last year. I, I don't care. Like contenders. that team should be in playoff contention. If you didn't make the playoffs last year, they're not Super Bowl contenders. Right, fair enough. It's just like, okay. Well, the 49ers. I mean, that's why I shook my head. Like, okay, but they were in the Super Bowl. But I mean, you can. But ago. there's an argument to make because they had a very unhealthy defense. The Chargers really weren't missing a lot oh, last I, year. All right, fine. I'm like, not gonna. I mean, we, we, that this is besides the point. I I think this question is a lot. It's it boils down to there's slight arguments to make, but if you really dig deep into the information, and there's an argument for both of them. Because I mean, I'll tell you, why isn't hockey being discussed as as a very hard championship to win? Well, actually, I think like hockey. Every team has a shot. If you just get into the into the Stanley Cup playoffs, and just for the record, I'm not a hockey. I don't really watch a lot of hockey. I'll watch Stanley not Cup. That's all. about it. Go Bruins. Like hockey, if you just get into the playoffs, you can get hot for a month and a half and find yourself at the Stanley Cup. Like yeah, we've like seen the eight Golden seeds. Knights. Yeah, like we've seen eight seeds win the cup. You know, so like I don't. There's never been an eight seed that won a finals in the NBA ever. But we've had the sixth and seventh wild card, or the sixth wild card team win a, win the Super Bowl. They've never had the last or an eight seed win the title, ever. Like it's never happened. The Knicks made the title or made the uh, but, made the finals in '99, but they lost. So one thing I want to point out about basketball, I do think there's a very big separation when you go from tiers of basketball. Like in the NFL, there's the Super Bowl ready teams, and I would say those are the Bucks and the Chiefs, the Bills and. The Packers, if Aaron Rodgers plays. Yeah, there's four Those teams. are the upper echelon of yep. teams. And like you said when we started, if you were to place a bet at the beginning of the NBA season, your two bets would be on the Lakers and the Nets. Yeah, that's those are the that's only it. two teams I would have. And then you have the next tier down for football. You have the Ravens. Every team that we just mentioned, minus a few. And then in the NBA, you have... I think it's like three teams. I think it's the Clippers, Clippers the Nuggets... And if you want to throw the Philly. Bucks in there, I'll, get, yeah. I'll say it's four and teams. maybe even the Celtics because no, I know a lot I, of people were high on the Celtics this year. I know you're not. I'm not including you because you are. I don't compare you to other Celtics fans. If I were to ask another Celtics fan, they're probably going to say, "Yeah, sure, they would have said they had a title." So shot I'm going to put them there. Didn't. But then when you drop below that tier, there are still tiers in in football where where it's like it's close. Like the Steelers would be in that next tier, the Titans, the Colts. But when you drop, like they could like you're saying like. They could get healthy, a couple breaks could yeah, go like their way, who, and they could make it. Who knows, Ben Roth? I'm going to use the Steelers as an example. Ben Roethlisberger could change from what he was last year and be yeah, a great quarterback. Hypothetically, could change from what he was last year and be great this year and th- win the Super Bowl. But like when you jump to that third tier of NBA, like I mean, beginning of the season, the Suns weren't in that rank, but the Suns the right Suns, now, the Suns right now, they're the Suns play. right now are in that tier. But and nobody thinks that they're actually going to win. A, win. Can I just a say final. this? If the Lakers win tonight in their play-in game, how shitty is that for Chris Paul? Yeah. Like, Chris Paul is going to – he's going to be the two seed. This is the best chance he's had basically since Houston, and even that wasn't a good shot because you had to beat Golden State. He's going to get the two seed and play LeBron in the first round. Yeah. The Lakers are going to destroy Phoenix, like, <laughs> and, the, and the sons of the two seed. Like, yeah. So, you know, like, that just goes to show, like, there's <laughs> – if you're not a top three team, like, your chances suck. And I know everybody's like, and that that's where the, and I, I know people that do this. Oh, it's scripted, so, it's scripted. No, it's not scripted. It's just that 
like team and talent discrepancies are so vast in the you, NBA. You said that the eight seed in the NBA has never won. Yeah, they've never won the title. So if the Warriors win tonight, they're the they seventh would, seed. They would be the seventh. The Lakers seed, yeah. go and they're going to beat. They would be yeah. well, yeah. Assuming they beat either the Memphis or the Spurs, they would be the eight yeah. seed. Yeah. And is this realistically the best chance a team has to win as the eight seed? If if the Lakers are the eight seed, I don't know if I. All right, I'm going to pick them against Utah. Their road becomes very difficult. Like it's it's not a fun road for them because they're probably going to end up having to play Denver, and that is not a good matchup. Yeah, for because them. they win, they play the winner of three and. No, if, if they're the eight seed, they play the winner of the four five, which oh, is Denver yeah. Portland. Yeah, Denver's going to win that series. Like. Jokic is going to Jokic them to death. Like that's what he's going to do to so them. There's no chance Jamal Murray can comes back. Right? No, he's, he's, done the, he's done for the year. ACL. He's done for the year. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's done. Like this Lakers team would be the exception because they've been injured all season and like LeBron's played in like 30 games. What did you just smash your teeth off of that cup? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know if it hurt it. I thought I did. He's going to play hurt through this one, guys. This is going to be this is going to be tough. <laughs> but back to the question, like it's, it's this flu game right here. <laughs> back to the question. I don't. <laughs> This chair just sna- the arm on this chair just snapped. I'm not even gonna lie. We're going great. I told you to be careful in that chair. Oh my god, the captain's arm just broke right off. Yeah, this is going great. Um, oh, I can fix this. No problem. <laughs> no problem. But back to the question. I think it. I don't think you are able to boil it down to which is harder. I think there's an answer. There's an argument to be made for both. Like it, this comes down to like every other like sports debate comes down to this as well. Like there's there's an argument for many many arguments and that you just can't you just can't come up with a definite answer. All right, let me put it in a vacuum for you. Every team in both leagues 100% health. How many teams have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl? How many teams have an opportunity to win the title? All from the start of the season. Perfect health. Nobody's going to be hurt all year. It's 2K. You've turned injuries off. All right. How many teams are I'm gonna say, okay, I'm going to say there's, there's you're playing. We're putting it into the video game. Yep, we're in the video with game. With no injuries. No injuries. Everybody's got their full. T- everybody's well, healthy. That, well, that cha- having a good season. Like that changes the teams that I put as as finals contenders, though. Why is that? Because if we're boiling it down to 2K, like the Lakers are, are the Lakers and the Nets are one and two, uh, but right, like the Celtics are definite in there. No, no, yes. And then it's hard. Uh, it's hard. Like you can't do this because, like you're you're going off of like simulation gameplay, and uh, like, this is where rosters just come into play. Like, would the Celtics have any chance of beating Brooklyn? No, no. There you go. That's your answer. But does in in outside in Madden, of Philly, in Madden, who realistically has a chance of beating Kansas City? Baltimore. You run that read option, baby. Shut get that, up. No, get it's, that it's shuttle option just the going Buccaneers. in there. It's yeah, just it's, the Buccaneers. Uh, if it's even the Buccaneers, because it, it's freaking Patrick Mahomes. It's freaking Tom Brady. I don't want to hear it. Go. But I don't think there's a. I don't think we would ever come to an agreement on this. No, I'm, I'm not going to agree with you. I, I'm going with the, the NBA. It's such a long grind. And I agree. Like, I like you're, too, you're playing games in February and March. Like, that sucks. This is where I give baseball teams a lot of credit because. Yeah. How many games do baseball? 162. Yeah. And you're like, playing in the dog days of August. Like, would you really want to go play in in pants and no cloth in no. the middle of summer? Like, no, absolutely not. We play softball, and I hate it. Like, yeah, I mean, temperature blows. Yeah. So, like the the longer season, yes, definitely plays plays a part in 
And the answer, because it comes down to health, longevity of people playing well. Like we saw, we've seen many people come out this year, play great for 15, 20 games, and then they're not seen of since. Darius Garland, for example, on the Cavs, came out and played very well for them for the first 20 games, 25 games. Andrew's over here just trying to pat himself on the back because he picked <laughs> up Darius Garland in fantasy basketball. But, like, what a no, clown. that's an example. He no, played you're, well. You're right. Yeah, you're and then right. he's fallen off the face of the earth for the Cavs. I mean, he's putting in a little well, bit of he's, an impact. He's but been in and out with injury also, and he had yeah, COVID too. But, it, yeah, that's where it comes down to. You are more prone to be out for a longer period of time in basketball than I think of, of football. No, football, you could just end your career <laughs> on one play. I mean, yeah, yeah no, but, no, I, I know what like, you're saying. You, I'm just you see around. people in football miss four weeks. Four weeks, I mean, you can still, like, I don't know. It, this is this is, this is is tough for me. And I'm just going to say football, and if you want to move on, we can. But, yeah, I'm, like, I, I think, I think we've very, answered the question. I, like, yeah. like, you think it's football, I think it's NBA. And I'm trying to boil it down all right, let and me try th- to explain let me, it more. Let me throw one more thing at you. Yeah, if, I throw, if I throw the World Series in there. I would probably say the World Series. I would say the World Series too. If I like 162 games, like you've got to be hot at the right time. Health. Part of me makes wants to change my answer to basketball just a little bit, but I still think that. Wow, I almost changed your mind. Amount, like, the, that's the a win of, for me. The amount of like beating you take as as a football player. I think, oh, I agree. Like, like the physicality aspect. Like that's what people are going to look at when they have this debate. Like, oh, football is way more violent. It's too physical. Like that's way harder. Yeah, like. Football is harder to play than basketball is. Like anybody can go pick up a basketball and go play. Well, I mean, basketball. you've heard me say it. I think football is the hardest sport to play out of all. I mean, not I mean, you and I disagree on that because I think it's baseball. Because the I like, think the hardest thing to do in all sports is hit a baseball. Right. Like that's where, and obviously this season it's really hard for some yeah, teams. Yeah, exactly. Eight no hitters this year. It's ridiculous. I don't. I, I don't want to get on that topic, yeah, but I almost uh, want to touch say, on it. Saying saying I feel like saying baseball to that question makes me feel like I should switch my answer to basketball, but I just can't. That's fair. Because I think think it's so different playing, what would you say, 162 games? 162 games. games. In baseball compared to 82 games. And then you have, what, three three series? No, well, yeah, you have three series. You have a best of five, a best of seven, and a best of seven. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's a grind. That's wild. It's just a grind. And, like, like the thing with baseball baseball is, like, in football... Okay, in football, I would say that, yeah, you need, like, 26 guys all firing on all the same cylinder. Baseball, you need your entire roster playing well. Like, you can't win. baseball, one position being out hurts you a lot. Unless you're the Dodgers and you can miss four starting pitchers and and you're still – you still have the best pitching crew. Keep buying your championships. (laughs) But I I, I will say – in baseball, aren't there – I'm not a big baseball guy. You know it. In in the – in the World Series, don't you play back-to-back games where one's home, one's away, or is there always a day break in between? Nope, you play back-to-backs. Yeah, so yeah. like you could be going from Los Angeles to New York. Well, no, 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 no. On the travel days, there's a day off. Yeah, so if you go from home to away, there's always a day in between. Yes. Okay. Like, you have a travel day, yeah. and but but when you're home, like, it's home-home, and then it's three away, or it's two home, three away, and two home if you're the, you know, yeah. uh home field advantage team but like those games are played all in a row except for the travel days you have a day off like baseball is just it may i just made the argument unfair because i threw baseball in there and like that's not even a question to me it's it's baseball that that requires like 25 guys all playing incredibly well all at the same time like that's hard to do especially in that sport for nine guys in an order to get hot all at the same time like 
you can't win the World Series by yourself. It's it's impossible. Well, especially when it comes down to to teams like I'm uh, the, the Mets. Oh, would they be a good example? Because they stink. Because if the Mets were to lose Lindor, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they and who who do they have after that? And I mean, granted, the net, the Mets aren't playing very good baseball right now. In general, I'm not going to speak on that because I don't know what the standings are. I only watch the Red Sox I, right now. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm not watching. I don't watch baseball games other than the Red Sox in May. Like, I'm going to say that the Mets talk, are playing well talk right to now. To me in August, if I'm wrong, call me out because I don't. I don't know what the standings for the MLB are right now. But from what I've heard from Mets fans, it's been a very pitiful, pitiful season so far. But I mean, that team is legit. They have the best pitcher in baseball, and Jacob Degrom. They have a decent team, but. I don't know. I don't know baseball. That's why it's tough for me to explain. Then stop shit like talking this. about it. But no, okay. The answer is baseball. And I, yeah, the Mets are number one in the AL East. So AL or East, NL East, NL East. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is why we should never hear talk our baseball ever. That's right. We're talking baseball next week. Actually, we're talking baseball next week. Oh, a little bit. I, do you want to just do it now? Oh, the no hitters thing. Yeah, this is ridiculous. The mound needs to be moved back. There's been eight no hitters this year. Like we're on the subject. I just want to touch on this quick. This is ridiculous. Like, eight no-hitters, they got to move the mound back. The pitching is too good. It's just stupid. It, it's stupid good. I'm sick of watching batters strike out. I don't, I don't care about home runs and strikeouts. I want to watch guys put balls in play. I think I listened to a podcast like two weeks ago when Theo Epstein was on, uh, former, oh, well, the greatest GM in the history of baseball, you know, broke two great curses all by himself. He works with Major League Baseball, and they do a lot of polls. People have to wait, on average, seven minutes to see a ball hit by the bat. That's not a foul ball. Seven minutes to see a ball put in play for a defensive play or a base hit. That's, like, pathetic. So there have been how many no-hitters? I think it's eight. That uh, ties the record for the amount of no-hitters in the season. Right, and we're, what, 37 that's games in? It, but that's if you don't limit it to the modern era, I guess, where it's, it's seven. Well, so. that's only because they really didn't track that back, like, yeah, like in the Negro leagues and and some yeah. of the stuff back then, they didn't track that stuff. Eighty four is is the record, and that was eight in eighty four. So right, like yeah, and we're I think we're thirty seven to forty games in, and we yeah. have eight already. I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, in the previous years, I've seen a no hitter, and I'm like, oh wow, that was like the first one this year, and we're three months away from where we are now. Yeah, like I've seen eight re- so far this it's, season. It's great to watch a no hitter, but it's not just the like the no hitters are becoming less valuable now, and. We're seeing games that are like one and two hitters. It's stupid. I, I don't want to watch 15 strikeouts a game. Like, it's dumb. People watch baseball for the batting. And right yeah. now... Well, like, they did... Like I was saying with Epstein, they did a poll at fans walking into a ballpark. And they asked them, they're like, what is the number one thing you want to see? And the number one thing that fans want to see is a triple. They want to see triples. They like triples the most. Second was doubles. And third was stolen bases. You know what that requires? Base hitting. You gotta have guys on base to do that. I feel like that that's a very odd statistic. I feel like if I were walking in the ballpark, I'd want to see a home run. Yeah, but like they're bored with home runs. They want to see guys legging up. They want to see athleticism. Yeah. You know, like you hit the home run. Well, everybody can do that nowadays. Like if you're in the major if you're in MLB and you can't hit a home run, well, then you don't belong in MLB. Like every guy in in the majors can hit a home run. That's not impressive. You know what's impressive? Hitting the wall and legging out a triple and beating it. Like, beating a throw. Stealing a base is incredibly hard. Like, that's something that's hard to do. People want to see that. Like, You think that's why Tatis is such a high Yeah, level they love him. Because, because he does the yeah, crazy Yeah, because shit. he steals bases. He's, yeah. He shows athleticism. Like, And that's why baseball's losing fans. Because, okay, well, 
now all we do is hit home runs. Well, God forbid if someone swings at a 3-0 pitch. Which, or God, or God forbid you bat flip off of a home run. You're getting thrown at in the next inning. And like, it's and, stupid. Yeah, and you know that, like, it's bad when Trevor Bauer is also agreeing with what you just said. Trevor right, Bauer is probably one of the most hated baseball players in the league right now based on the amount of shit he talks on the mound. But he even says, like, if a guy goes 3-0 on me and he hits a home run, celebrate that shit. You know what? Why I, are, I threw a 3-0 fastball right down the middle. I deserve to get yeah. a home run hit off of me. Why are we... Don't he, be down in the hole 3-0. Yeah, like, his words were, why are we not letting people celebrate accomplishments? And I'm sorry, but... If it, say say I get up there and I hit a home run and I'm not a home run hitter but three zero you throw me a four seam fastball right down the middle and I yank that bitch out of the park, I'm I'm celebrating like there's no tomorrow. So, I I mean I think the league is just soft and I, like I oh it's stupid yeah you know what's du- the the dumb part is is like all of a sudden all these unwritten rules are coming back up and it's just it's pathetic like grow up he hit a home run okay throw a better pitch yeah don't throw something he can hit like. It's like when um, Joe Kelly last year, when he struck out uh, and he Correa, the, the and, and he mocked Correa after he threw at his head twice, and then he struck him out. Correa's like, throw your fast t- fastball next time. He's like, I would have hit a home run if you threw your fastball. It's like, well, I didn't throw my fastball because I was trying to strike you out. That's my job. Like, good. I, you know what? I, I like that. I like heated content, you know, when guys are going at each other. Yeah. I'm sick of this, oh, he hit a home run. Gently set your bat down, run the bases, and then... Do, touch home, don't do anything else, and walk back to the dugout. No, I want to see guys bat. I want to see Jose Batista like, that's get a walk-off home run yeah. and then toss his bat into the freaking stands. Like, that's what I want to see. And I don't want, like, I know people don't really care about baseball that listen to this podcast. I get that. But, like, when you watch sports, you want to be entertained. And that's been the problem with baseball for the last 15 years is we have to have all these rules so that nobody goes above and beyond to stand out at all. And it's just about the integrity of the game. No, like, entertain watched, your crowd. I've watched, You're losing fans. I've watched one baseball game this year so far, and it was the last meeting of the Dodgers-Padres. Right after uh, Tatis was accused of sign-stealing. Which, on oh Bauer, my God, sign-stealing. Like, yeah, grow and, up. Like Trevor Bauer said, he's like, if you really want to know, I'll just tell you what I'm throwing next time. But I watched the game right after that, and the Dodgers were up five the entire game, and in the last two innings, the Padres came back to win by three. Like, and I was like, if all baseball games were like this, I would watch every single one because that's interesting to me. But I can't watch, like, if I were to go and watch a no-hitter where presumably the score is 3-0, and, and I'm not watching that game because I don't oh, care. See, uh, so I, I disagree with you on that just can, because a no-hitter is still, like, really impressive. Okay, say a baseball game is, it's the same argument that a lot of people have for soccer for me. Because, yeah, you're, you're because right on that. Yep. I can't. I don't want to watch somebody... Go up to bat and go nine innings of boring baseball and score two runs to win a game where the other team scores game one. Takes, game takes four hours. You yeah. see two guys run like, the bases. And it's like I, I understand where people come with with soccer, and that's why like I can like I'm talking yeah, about baseball. Soccer games are like, only ninety minutes long. <laughs> soccer yeah, like but like baseball would be so much better if the aspect of like hitting, if hitting were more implemented, and I, I guess it comes down to players as well, because there are a bunch of shitty baseball players, but there's also a bunch of very good baseball players. You want to watch good baseball? This I want to watch, watch great Sox. baseball. Watch the Red Sox. They put the ball in play. They have good pitching. I'm serious. The Red. I didn't watch the Red Sox last year because I was disgusted by the way they played. Where's All the they do is they put the ball in play. They're base hitting team. They're great to watch. I've All right, not let's watching. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to gas my team up too much. 
I'm feeling good about our chances. All right. Go Dodgers. NBA Hall of Fame was this weekend or this past weekend. Great Hall of Fame class. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. 11 rings between the three guys. And, and there's other player, other people, coaches, commentators. But those are the three I want to talk about first. And then I, I'm i going to go off. I don't know about you. Um, I have a feeling. Best Hall of Fame class ever? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the one that compares is um, 2009, Michael Jordan, John Stockton, David Robinson. That's that's the only one that's comparable, I would say. I mean, from a, my perspective, at 21 years old, I mean, these guys have been basketball my entire life. Like, Yeah, I mean, you grew up watching these guys. Like this watching is, the Spurs yeah. in, in the finals every single year. Tim Duncan is the best power forward ever in my mind. Never back-to-back, though. Kobe's death happening two years yeah, ago. just terrible. It hits home to every basketball Not even just basketball fans. It hits home to every sports fan or every person in general because if, even if you don't watch any sports, Everyone you know had, who Kobe Bryant right, is. Right, like everybody had a connection to him. Yeah. You know, who doesn't know what Kobe, who doesn't know what that is? Like, on, the, on the day that, that he died, I had four people message me that I didn't even know liked sports to begin with. Texted me, they're like, oh my God, did you see Kobe died? And I was like, I was like yeah, I did. Like, you know, that was like, I've never, I, I'm not a crier. And it's, it's, oh, I don't, I, was, I don't I have, a, that day. I don't that have a connection tough. to Kobe. I'm not a Lakers fan, but I shed a few tears that day. And like, it was the day of the Pro Bowl for the, for football. And I didn't even want to watch it. It was just, it was such a, such a shitty day that, and that hit home for, it, it's still hitting home for people. Yeah. It's, it's like, tough for him not to be. I, I would have really liked to have been able to hear him speak. At the Hall of Fame, that was that was yeah. tough. Vanessa Bryant did a great job. Her speech was awesome. And then the last one, you have Kevin Garnett. KG, I mean, I mean just, to you, he's he's. I mean, there's not a guy that was more intense ever in NBA history. I mean, Kevin Garnett and and Paul Pierce were, the, and Paul Pierce was the year before. Or no, he's next ne- year. He's next sorry. year. He's next year. I liked sports teams when I was younger because of the color green. So I loved the Celtics for the longest time. Oh, it comes and, out like. The truth so, always comes Paul out. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were the two, and Rajon Rondo were the three players on the Celtics for what five years in a row, six Ray, years. Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah. I got Ray Allen. Like, so I mean, for you, over the last 15, 10 years, Kevin Garnett is is oh Kevin one, Garnett. Yeah. That's my mother's favorite player. She loves him. Shout out Karen, one of my top five favorite athletes. Yeah, he's probably top five favorite athlete for me. And that's Tim Duncan for me. Yeah, like I love Tim Duncan. The big fundamental. I mean, just, you know, Tim Duncan was just the essence of what it takes to be a winner. There's not a more solid, more sound player, I think, in NBA history at all. He did everything the right way. He won the right way. He wasn't big on himself. Showed up, played hard, worked harder than everybody else in the league. What bothers me is, like, Tim Duncan actually has a better career than Kobe Bryant. And people don't mention him in the same essence as Kobe. And I don't want to take anything away from Kobe. But, like, Tim Duncan was just, he was so perfect. You know, he never was in trouble. He, didn't, he was a good person. Like, did everything the right way. He won the right way. He was gracious in defeat. Like, did everything right. Like, that's what you want in a winner. How much of Tim Duncan do you put towards Greg Pop? Pop, to like, me. Didn't he say in his speech that like Greg Popovich was a huge impact on his life? Yeah. So, I've always thought that Pop was a great coach but I've never felt that Pop was able to like take a bad team and elevate it I've always felt that Pop has benefited from you know I mean David Robinson's a top 25 all-time player somewhere in there Timmy's top 
I have him eighth. I mean, he's the eighth best player of all time. You know, like that's, he's like the eighth best player of all time for me. Like, you know, so he's benefited from that. And then he had Kawhi and and Manu and Tony Parker. Like, Pop's career without those guys isn't the same. He's still a great coach, but without Tim Duncan, he's he's not Greg Popovich. He's just not, that, that dude was everything. I mean, he was, you know how many teams tried to throw their season to get him? There was like seven teams trying to tank to get him. Really? Yeah, like, he was the only player in that draft that anybody wanted, and there was seven teams trying to tank to get him. They knew he was going to be great. Comes right in the league, wins the title. Like, I think he was a second-year player. Second year in the league. Yeah, he was in the 97 draft. So, 1999, he won his first title. And, I mean, for 20 years. I mean, 20 years of dominance. He just all-time great. And, I mean, him and Kevin Garnett to, like, come in basically the same time. Garnett was 95. I mean, for him to come right out of high school, nobody – I remember there was a story Kevin McHale was talking about. And it was, like, the first practice Kevin Garnett ever went to. And it was a double practice. So, it was a four-hour practice, basically. The first two hours, he went so hard that Kevin McHale's like, there's no way he's going to be able to do this in the, sec- in the second half or the second two hours. Comes back out and does the exact same thing. Like, you couldn't outwork that dude. He was insane. I remember when, uh, I can't remember what he said, but the Carmelo thing where he told Carmelo that his wife tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> like, and then he was willing to fight him outside. I remember him headbutting Dwight Howard, doing push-ups on his knuckles on a hardwood floor because he got knocked down in a finals game. Like, I mean, anything is possible. I, you know, just when he told Craig Sager that his jacket was ugly and he told him to go outside and burn it and never wear that jacket ever again. I mean, just, just like awesome. I mean, he's awesome. Intensity. I, I can talk forever about him, so you better stop me. I, actor, I love KG. Good actor in movies. I haven't seen that yet. And I need to see. I it. haven't seen that. I have not seen Uncut Gem yet. I've, it's on my list, and I just haven't been able to get to it. I'm not it's, gonna say it's such a good movie, but it's a good movie. We've had like a year straight of sports, and I just I haven't been able to watch movies. I just haven't. And I know it's been out for a while, but By not way, an Adam every, Sandler guy. For everybody that listened last week to the end of the episode, I did not watch a movie for this week, so we don't have a. We didn't have any time. Yeah, we're so, out of time. But that's All a right. movie that you should watch if you want to talk about it next week. We can. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Um, and then you want to get. Oh, I don't know if I can. We got a lot of NBA okay, playoffs sure. going on. I'm right. busy, bro. I got I got things to watch. All right. So you want to get into next yeah. year's class? Yeah. Okay. So on the Hall of Fame weekend, they announced next year's Hall of Fame class, and it's Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, Chris Webber, Ben Wallace. All right. This is my issue with Hall of Fames, and it's almost every Hall of Fame. It's started with the NBA. Ben Wallace is not a Hall of Famer. He's just not. And I don't want to tear the guy down. He's a four-time Defensive Player of the Year award winner. He has a title. I mean, he was one of the best rebounders and defensive players in basketball for the 15 seasons he was in the league. Absolute liability on offense. He never averaged more than 10 points in a season. He was a 41% free throw shooter. Like, pathetic on offense. Why is this guy in the Hall of Fame? I, I, I agree. I mean, you, you were, I've heard you. <laughs> I don't want to get into this. I know where this is going to lead to, and I'm not happy about it. But you complained over the last 24 hours, 48 hours, whatever, that Ben Wallace doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And I, like, the entire time, I was just letting you talk because it's just what you do. And I look over this, the stats. Just for, just for everybody's record, this is what runs through my mind 24-7. I think 
this guy doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Let's go through all the reasons why. I looked at the stats right before the podcast. Dude, I just laughed at the fact that he's never had averaged more than 10 points in a season. Rebounding, sure, it's great. He has 10,000 career rebounds, yeah. basically. Career-wise, he's not great with assists. He's not great with steals. He's not great, for the most part, with blocks. I mean, he averaged most... He was the blocks leader, I think, twice. Well, yeah, it was probably the year he averaged 3.2 and 3.5 yes. in the season. But like, yeah, but like that, his highest points per game is it's nine point seven, as yeah it's nine yeah, point seven. In his career, he averaged five point seven points a game, and then what nine point six rebounds, still not more than ten in, in a career. Two rebounds, one point three blocks, like that's mediocre. Like just looking at that, it, that guy doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So like, here's where it bothers me that he's in, and and ma- okay, so Ben Wallace is a great player. He was a great role or he was a great key to that 2004 Pistons team like they don't win that title without him he was the fifth best player on that team but he's got four defensive player of the year awards Rudy Gobert is going to win his third defensive player of the year this year like that's that's a wrap I've heard like 80% of the voters say they're going to vote for him so he's going to have three of those Rudy Gobert is in his eighth season in the league he has 6,000 points so he already has as many points as Wallace does he has 6,000 rebounds so he's 4,000 rebounds off of Wallace. And he's got three Defensive Player of the Year awards. So when's Rudy Gobert getting in? Because that means he's going to get in. You just open the floodgates for more guys to get in. And this is my problem. Like, we've had this argument. I don't want to do the Roethlisberger thing. But, like, if you let Roethlisberger in, you've got to let in Eli. And we both agree Eli's not a Hall of Famer. So... You know, like, I just, I don't want to open the floodgates for guys that don't deserve to get in. Like, Robert Ori, if you let in Ben Wallace, now you're going to let in Robert Ori. Like, he's going to get in now. And See, I, for, I, go ahead. For the most part, I, I've always disagreed with your Hall of Fame takes because I think your, your thought of the Hall of Fame in football is way too, way too hard to get in. Your, because your thought is you have to I, be. I want it or, to be hard yes, to get in. Your, in your mind, a Hall of Famer is top 10 in their position for. No. Top five. Top five in their position top for five. five years? No, for eight years. Eight years. Well, eight years for quarterback, and then, like, running back is more like four years. But, like, yeah. basically, I need you to be the best of the best. So, like, here, here's my Ben Roethlisberger reason. I'm, we're not going to argue. No, I know your opinion. about this. But, like, my, I don't believe that Ben Roethlisberger should go into the Hall of Fame. He's never won an MVP. He has no first-team All-Pro. And I do want to know, by the way, if there's anybody listening that agrees with you. Because I, they if somebody, might not, if somebody like, can bring... No, and that's fine if they don't. But if somebody can bring me another reason that you haven't given me yet, I want to hear it. Like, if something makes sense in your mind as to why Ben Roethlisberger isn't a Hall of Famer and they agree with you, I want to hear what that reason is. So, even if you if you agree, send us the reasons why. If you disagree, send us reasons why and tell, tell me that you also think Garrett is stupid. But, like... I need more reasons. Like, the reasons you bring up are great. I've said it. I've said it numerous times. Eli Manning is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. And, yes, that does translate to Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Like, that's my case. So, Eli's going to be up for it first. But I don't think Eli's going to get in on the first or second ballot. Well, if Roethlisberger comes up, okay, here's the problem. Well, you so, got to think Ben Roethlisberger also get screwed by the amount of quarterbacks that are retiring in the next well, few years. Well, he's going to retire and, like, Brady probably won't and neither will Rodgers. He could get screwed. Like, if he plays past the season, he might. But uh, at best, Ben has, like, two seasons where he was a top-five quarterback in the league. At best. Like, he has two, maybe three. Because Favre leaves the league, 
And then, like, two years later, Russell Wilson is ridiculous, and Cam Newton's ridiculous. Like, and say what you want about Cam, but there was a stretch there where Cam was, like, the fourth or fifth best quarterback. You have Peyton, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Favre at the end. Like, it's, he was never one of those guys, and I just, if you don't have any of those awards, and his stats are going to be good, but he's not going to retire top five, or he might retire, I think he's going to be top five in passing, like, it's going to be close, but... I mean, he's not going to retire number one, and he's not going to play for that long. If you take his two Super Bowls away, and I, I believe that he was carried to those two Super Bowl rings, like his defense was stupid. It's not a complete career. Like I don't feel like he belongs in the same places as the Brady and the Manning. And I can see you looking at me right now. But like that's why I don't think that Ben Wallace should be in. Okay, so back to what I was going to say before I let you on your little rant. Dude, I think your football is way too high, and I don't think that for basketball. I think that... For basketball, it's too low. Everybody, yeah, like that. you said it's it last stupid. week. If you have an MVP, you're probably getting into the Hall of Fame. No, every every Derrick Rose is probably going to be the only. Well, yeah, one. that's why I said you're probably going to get in. It's stupid. So I like I do think the NBA or the Basketball Hall of Fame is way too easy to get into, but I don't think that there's a correlation between the basketball and the football one. I think the football one is perfectly fine. Maybe even a little bit. I'll give you maybe a little bit too easy to get in. I just I don't want to see. Hall of Fame's become easier to get into. I want the same standard. I want it to be hard. Like, I wish we could blow up the Basketball Hall of Fame. Like, blow the whole thing up and start over. Like, just start or start a new Hall of Fame. Like, there's probably 35 players in the NBA or the Basketball Hall of Fame that just don't belong. Even with their Euro careers or their college careers because the Basketball Hall of Fame takes that into account. Like, they just don't belong. They're not I didn't Hall know of that college and Euros. Yeah, because it's not just the NBA Hall of Fame. It's like the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, like, gotcha. Tony Kukoc is going to get in next year. Like, Tony Kukoc, NBA-wise, is not a Hall of Famer. But, like, if you take in his Euro and his Olympics and World Cup stuff, yeah, he's, he, he gets in because he has a lot of accolades to it. But I just – I want it to be a high standard. I, I feel like it should be a high standard, you know? It should be hard to get in. I, I don't want guys like Kareem and Michael – to be in the same place as, you know, I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this one, but Vince Carter. He's going to get in, and he shouldn't. Like Vince Carter's not a Hall of Famer. He's yeah, just I, not. I agree. Like, I think of Vince Carter, I'm like, yeah, he could really dunk, and he was exciting. Hell no! Is he a top 50 all-time player? He's not top 75. He's like top 90. Come on. That's too easy. It, it just it needs to be hard. So if you draw the line at definite Hall of Fame, say, okay, so say you blow up the Hall of Fame. And every there was a consensus a consensus made about who the top two hundred players of all time were. Where do you draw the line at? Okay, everybody above this is a surefire Hall of Famer. So one through know, fifty are surefire. Okay, I know one through fifty are in because that's easy. I it doesn't to be exact, like roughly. Right, like I think the line gets drawn somewhere around ninety, roughly. Okay, because there are a lot of guys from the fifties and the late forties that I. Like, I just don't know. If it was just strictly NBA, it's probably, like, around 85 to 90. Like, the top 90 players would be in right now. Just strictly NBA. Yeah, just strict. Like, your Euro stuff and your college stuff doesn't count. Like, Chris Webber just got in. Which is, is there not a college basketball Hall of Fame? Yes, there is. So, why? Because it's considered the Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame. Okay. Like, it's just all basketball, but there's still a college Hall of Fame, too. It's weird. I I know. It's stupid. But, like, Chris Webber got in. Chris Webber, without his collegiate career, is does not get in to me. And he's waited since 
He's waited six tries now, and he's just now getting in. Like, that's another one. Actually, my real rule for Hall of Fame is if I have to think about you for more than three seconds, you're not a Hall of Famer. If I got to make a case for you to be in, like, you don't belong in. I shouldn't have to make a case, you know? That's just how I prefer it. I, I think it's wrong that we have to think about this. No, like, if I say Kareem, Hall of Famer? Oh, of course. I mean, that's not a question. Right, like, that's easy, you know? Yeah. If I say Allen Iverson. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's just my opinion on that. I, I mean, Like I said, I don't want to do the Ben yeah. thing. You and I have gone back and forth. That's how I feel. I just, it's the same thing with That'd the NFL. That would be an ugly podcast. I, I think the NFL is like the last true Hall of Fame. I think the Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke. So I've never been. I've heard only bad I've things I've never been it. either. But Unless like, you're a Yankees fan, I've heard it's really bad. Baseball has started to, okay, well, some of the steroid guys can get in, but the others can't. Like, well, now we're just being inconsistent. Like, get it right. The NFL, I feel like up until about five years ago, has gotten it right. And I think they're starting, like, Brian Urlacher is close for me. And he was a great player. But it's really close whether or not Brian Urlacher is actually a Hall of Famer. Like, if you really look at his statistics, it's, it's close, you know? Like, you know, and I probably wouldn't have him in because, like I said, I got to think about it for more than three seconds, you know? So I just, I don't want to see those places be taken down. Or, like, you know, you have lesser players in there. I don't like that. I like the, the very best of the best of the... Like, you're on the Mount Rushmore of your team. Like, your team's top five players of all time. Like, that's who it should be, you know? I just don't want it to be killed like that. I, I want the best guys. Yeah, but where does Ben Wallace fall on, on the Pistons? Oh, my God. He's way down there. There yeah. was four players better on that Pistons team. All right, that's fine. I was just asking you. Yeah, like, like Rashid, Tayshawn Prince, Rip Hamilton, and Chauncey Billups. All better players in the league than Ben Wallace. So I have one question for you. This All isn't right. the random question. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, it goes like current basketball outside of like the Hall of Fame. Did you see Tony Snell? Yeah. Did he have the, a zero? The 50-50-100 season that he just had? Wait, wait, what? He's the first player in NBA history to have a 50-50-100 season. Did he with, shoot 50%? Minimum 50% 100 attempts. 50.9% field goal percentage. 56.9 three-point percentage, and 100 free throw percentage. What did he shoot? Three free throws? No, minimal 100 attempts. He had a No way he made 100 I, I, free I don't know. This is... I'm literally... I'm going off of stat uses Twitter right now. This is the exact word for I it. Don't think Tony Snell is officially the first player in NBA history to have 50, a 50-50 and 100 season, and then minimum 100 attempts in... I don't goals. know if he took 100 free throws. I, maybe he Maybe he because didn't. That maybe they're talking 100 field goals. Field goals, because I, that would have broken the all-time... Streak, oh then it's yeah, probably it's not a hundred free throw attempts. So I mean, okay, then it's less because important. Because if like, it had broken the all time free throw attempt streak, that would have been impressive. It's it's also funny because he's the same guy that in twenty seventeen went zero point zero rebounds, zero assists, zero blocks, and zero steals all in twenty eight minutes. I remember we went to a Bucks Celtics playoff game like four years ago, and Tony Snell was like two for twenty from the field and just pathetic. Like so it's just he's so, so bad. Such a great player to have that stat. He has now two of the greatest stat lines in NBA history. I mean, throwing up a zero is just incredible. That, yeah. That's incredible. And, and he played actually 28 minutes of game. Yeah. So like, like, How do you do nothing I, on then, the floor? Okay. You were just you were literally out there to get a run in. Do you believe that guy got paid? And I could go out there and do the same <laughs> exact thing. Put me out there for 28 minutes. I'll score zero points for you. We, we, actually, I think we were, babe, weren't we talking about that the other day? Like, I brought, I said, so, oh, the Kyrie Irving quote where he was like, I'm just not really that interested in playing basketball. And you're getting paid $33 million a year to not care about playing basketball. Like, 
You could pay me $10,000 a year. I'd be out there diving headfirst into the stands. I, yeah. I would sacrifice my oh, body. I don't know about $10,000 oh, 10 a year. Gr- if you give me ten grand to go play basketball, no, yup. What do you got? What do you guys need? You need me to literally run through a wall? I'll run through a wall. Like <laughs> we're good. Ten grand to play sports? Come on. You wouldn't take that, dude. That's no money. And like, <laughs> I get one. Give me fifty k. I'll, I'll go play. 80, wow. I'll go play eighty-two games of basketball. You wouldn't for play you. eighty-two games of basketball, and like you get your flights paid for and everything. You know, your hotel rooms, your food—that's all paid for. Maybe, yeah. Okay, for yeah, ten grand. If, yes, if all of that is paid for, then yes, I, I would do it for ten grand. Would you do it for ten grand? Like, would you play in the WNBA for ten grand? You got to play balls out all every game. Like, you're probably not going to score, but. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> We've had this. I couldn't uh, score. We we had this discussion before, and this was going to be a random question of mine coming up. But we have we have had this question with. Well, hang on, hang on. Tamara, would you do it? I mean, probably for te- for like ten grand, you would do it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah. And you suck at basketball. Like you don't even yeah. know what you're doing out there. Like I mean, so do we. So I, I suck we, too. I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, can't. I can hustle. I know that. Oh, I can, I'll be hustling up and down that court. You, I you can bet. play. You, you better believe I'll be the best shape of my life by the end of that season. I'm still not scoring a goddamn point. Listen, but I am the five foot eight Marcus Smart actually, with a worse jump shot. You know what? Okay, I am scoring a point, and we've had this discussion before. Oh we can save it for another podcast if you want. I want people to to comment back to us. Most of the people that listen to this that I know of are all my friends on Facebook or your friends on Facebook. I'm gonna make a post. If you're listening to this on Friday, I'll make it Friday night or Saturday morning. I want to know. If you had 82 games of basketball with 20 to 25 minutes averaging playtime per no, I game. Think it was, I think it was less. I think we said 15. All right. We'll F- say 15, 15 to 20. 15 minutes. 15 to 20 minutes of, yeah. of, of playing time per game. 82 games, not barring injury. So could you score a point? And my, my answer is no. My answer is yes. Because And, and okay, some people are going to be able to say yes because they were like, gods at basketball in high school like if you're six foot four like yeah you, you probably can score a bucket but like for the most part you're not gonna score if those nba guys want to lock you down they're just not gonna let you get yeah, a but shot they, off they don't they, like right now like like the yes physical shape right, current right yes now, yeah, current, current shape Compared andrews and like current, legitimately I will cherry pick the entire. No, 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 no. You have to play the game. Yeah, you got to like run back and play on defense. You can't cherry pick pick and get a layup. And even still, you might miss the layup. Like I'm scoring a point. I I don't think you would. I because worst comes to worst, I'm getting that ball and I'm creating a foul with how soft the league is. I'm I'm making sure I get fouled and I'm sinking. No, you're not. You're gonna miss. I will make. I will make a a lot of pressure. I will make a free throw eventually. There's no doubt in my mind. That is so much pressure. So I, they would probably... Who's got, no, what's, because... What's the most useless position? In, and it's hard because it's just five positions. Useless position? If, if there's a team... Say, okay, say the Nets are like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take you on for this challenge. You just got to score one point and you make a million dollars averaging... A what, million dollars? Yeah, sure. We'll throw in a challenge. Out oh, there. It's, you get a million so bucks? So just for too? you and I because we didn't play well, basketball. Oh, shit. I'm chucking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, like, that's a lot Because you're... Okay. 100K. That's, I still don't... Like, I don't even think I'd get a shot off. I really... Oh, I get I a really shot don't. Off. If you... If like someone like us checked into an NBA game, and the guys on the opposite flo- on the opposite team were like, "Hell, you and I match no. up to like point guards, so we're both playing point guard." We're s- 
I'm five foot eight. Who am I? Yeah, Who's I, I, me? Isaiah I'm, I'm, Thomas. I'm six foot tall, so I'm I'm fine. I I I'm at Bro, least in these the, guys can all I, dunk. <laughs> Isaiah's five foot eight and he can dunk. I'm in like, the height range of these no, point guards. It doesn't matter. You're not gonna be able to dribble the ball up the floor. They're gonna strip you. I don't need to. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit at the at the arc and I'm, Patrick I'm, Beverly I'm gonna, might jump on your back and like carry you. I'm gonna sit to the other end I'm of the floor. Sit, I'm gonna sit two steps in front of the, in front of the three point line. And the second I get that ball, you're I not am, making a 23 foot shot. Or I'm just gonna drive every single time and just hope to be fouled because I'll make a. You're free going throw to get eventually. your shot. You're gonna get your shot block. So when you go in there and and <laughs> Andre Drummond or DeAndre Jordan or name your center is waiting for you at the rim. What the hell? What are you gonna do when a seven footer's wait? What's when Zion's waiting for you at the rim? What are you doing? I'm just shooting for the. What ankles. are you doing? You did a dunk on him. I'm shooting for the ankles, and then I'll be fine. Oh my god, you're terrible! All right, what's your what's your random question that you have for me? Because last week's was really good. I liked that one. Um, it's in the same uh style of question. Oh, yay! I got my my the listener question kind of stole my question of the week. But if you could have one sports video game brought back today, oh yes, what game would it be? Oh, this is a good one. Okay, my well, answer, you want my answer first? Yes, I want your answer. Week? NBA Street. I liked that NBA Street. That game is really fun. That was a great game. I was actually looking for it because I have it. I know I do. I want to play it again. So if they could put it with like today's today's players, oh, I would I would play that. I would play that game all day, every single day. I mean, notable games what Madden. All right, so that Madden, guy baseball Madden is, four, is one as well. Madden four or oh, yep. four oh four. There's the backyard. Sports, yes. one, you know, Pablo Sanchez, the GOAT there, the Bo Jackson game. What's that one called? Uh, I'll beat the hell out of me. Oh, man, why am I blanking on this? I don't know what it's called, but I knew that's what you were going to say. I mean, there's there's double dribble with the NES. Why am I blanking on that game? I That's like one of my... And I hate it because I've heard Punch-Out is such a great yeah, and fun Yeah, Punch-Out, I was going to say Punch-Out. But I've never out played it. Super hard. I'm um, terrible at it. Tony Hawk Pro Skate might have been an answer for me. That's, that's because, but they're coming out with a new one, and yeah. they just came out with one, so that like I, I, I took that out. But yeah, no, it's definitely NBA Te- Street for me. Tech Mobile, is, yeah, yeah, is the that's Bo Jackson. What it is. Um, so I actually own Tech Mobile. I st- I've played it recently. I love that game. Man, oh man, this is tough. Oh, oh, this is hard. <laughs> like. I really did love NFL Street too. I liked I never NBA. Played NFL Street. I liked NBA Street, but NFL Street was great too. Oh man! And like the original NBA Jam was fun. I really liked NBA Jam. Do you know there's a glitch in the original NBA Jam that Michael Jordan cannot make last second shots? Oh really? Yeah, he can't make. Like the guy that wrote the code for that was a Detroit Pistons fan, and he wrote it so that Michael Jordan could ne- like if there's like two seconds left and you shoot it with Jordan, it will always miss. He what? Will ne- yeah, he can never make it. It's it's so stupid. That's whack. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, the the greatest video game character of all time is is Bo Jackson. I'm going with Tech, Tech Mobile. Mobile. Yeah, I like the game. Kind of sucks overall, but like it's really fun to be able to run all over the field and never get tackled. Yeah. Like, so my two realistic thoughts when I when I was thinking of this question, it was NBA Jam. But then I thought like, well, they recreated NBA Jam what 10, 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like the, ten years ago. Wii. It was on the Wii, and it was on um, like iPods and yeah. stuff. But, th- but they haven't done a realistic NFL NBA Street in in. Uh, I mean, two thousand four was when was NFL was Street one. came out. So oh, NBA was, okay. NBA Street probably came out a year, maybe two after before somewhere yeah. around there. 
So that that's got to be my answer because that I don't know if if the listeners have ever played no, that game. No, wait but a that minute. Game was so I, much fun. I changed my mind. NCAA football games, but they're coming out with a new one. Right, right. So I mean, that's wow. that's yeah, why that's that answer. Too. That's like, true too. Because I've heard I've never I never played the old ones, but it, yeah, the amount of so hype, good. the amount of hype that there's been since they announced they're making a new one. Like I mean, you can't really that can't be your answer because it's coming out in like a year. I think. Right. Like those games were awesome. Some of my favorite games of all time. I w- I would have went with Madden 04, but like you can always just play Madden. Oh, even though Michael Vick, I'm so, I just remember dominating everybody with Mike Vick. Like that was so easy. I also heard um, one of the NHL game, NHL games. Yeah, and all 90s, the NHL games are great. No, in the '90s specifically was like I think it was '99. You're talking about '99 was I pretty. I think it good. was earlier. Maybe been like '94 or something 94. like that. Something like that. But like, have but, you ever played the really old like EA games? No. Like, like if you ever played um, uh, Madden '98, nope, that one's pretty rough. Uh, Madden 2001, Tom Brady on the Patriots is just QB number twelve. It's oh, pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, you said I, that I actually have that still on the Nintendo 64. And NBA Street Volume Two came out in 2003, by the way. Oh wow! So then it came out before, before NFL NBA, Street. NBA, yeah, NFL Street. I um, always remember like you could make your own characters in that, and that was always pretty like pretty cool. Like. I'm, you know what I really miss about Madden? I miss, like, the create-your-own-team thing, like, where you could make your own franchise, not just, like, you draft a franchise. Like, you make the team colors, you make yeah. the stadium, you make the uniforms. Like, I miss that. That was always super fun. Like, you could spend 12 hours putting a friggin' stadium together with your own stupid colors, and you'd be the Utica whatevers, and, you know, you look like your your team's doing math on the sideline, like... Shout out Utica. <laughs> like, I, that, I, I don't know. That's t- I, I would go Tech Mobile. That game, like, I, I obviously answer. didn't play that as a kid, but, like, when I got that, I think I was, like, 11 the first time I played that. Like, that was always so cool. Like, Bo Jackson just couldn't tackle the guy. Yeah. That's, like, the fact that the Japanese writers that wrote that code, like, you couldn't tackle Bo Jackson if you did it right, that's pretty awesome. Like, he was that dominant. Yeah. That's a good answer. It's one of the most historic football games of all time, but. Yeah, I I like your answer. I like my answer better, but it's whatever. Listen, NFL Street was that was the shit. It was the shit. Yeah, like I like how Madden tried to do something with it with the yard mode in this uh, last Madden here, but not the same. It's just not like I always liked how you were just playing three on three and you picked your guys and you just rolled with it. Like I always played as the Patriots. I had Randy Moss, Tom Brady, and that was dope. Like you're playing backyard football. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm good. You yeah, I'm good. You want to talk I, about? I, we didn't get under an hour. Oh my god! Hey, we're not an hour and a half. I'll so. take an hour five. <laughs> like, I'll take that. I thought we were gonna get more heated in this one, although it, it was close. Well, you when you had told me before the podcast you were gonna bring up the Ben Roethlisberger thing, I just like I didn't want to be here at that point after you had said that. So I'm glad we didn't talk about that. But as always, guys, hey, be sure to follow us on Twitter at highly undisputed. That's highly undisputed without the e. Such a that's like definitely our, our best plug. Oh I yeah, one hundred percent. I'm so glad that Twitter the sun <laughs> and wouldn't let us have an E in there because it's great. Uh, send us emails at highlyundisputed two four seven at gmail dot com. That one has an E in it. Yes, that one has an E in it. In case we weren't clear. Um, on that before. subscribe wherever you listen. If you're listening on Apple Apple Podcasts, make sure you like and review. 
five, rate five stars. Tell us we suck if you want to, but and make sure you rate us five stars. When Andrew posts that question, please give us some answers. I want to hear yeah. if people think they can score in an NBA. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of people that don't listen to the podcast as well that answer because like, we have a lot of sports friends with playing softball and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I'll, we will come back with you guys with what the consensus is. I might even make up a poll about it, but... Guys, again, we're loving doing this. Our personal Twitters, again, I'm going to plug these. Those are in the highly undisputed Twitter, so go follow those. I think Garrett's been posting more than I have recently, so. My Twitter's but. been on fire. <laughs> but that's all we got for you guys, so we'll see you guys next week.